Hello, and welcome back to the IUG Insider Podcast. My name is Matthew Nunes, and I'm your host. This episode is a special one. And today's episode is with IUG Associate Editor Richard Westland. If you don't recognize his name, you recognize his work. He's been writing for IUG for a long time, from the Insights Quarterly articles to the recent IUG Insider blogs. He's been documenting IUG and the telecom industry behind the scenes. I figured it was time to get him on the other side of the microphone, if you will. I met with him at an event in Orlando, Florida to get his story. Before we get into the episode, subscribe to the IUG Insider Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and more. Please subscribe and get caught up. And plus, share this podcast with your IUG group, work colleagues, and on your social media. And one more thing. The IUG Technical Development Series returns on May 15th at 10 a.m. Central with How Does Avaya One Cloud Help Navigate Your Journey to the Cloud? Register now at IUG.org. And now, on to the episode. Enjoy. All right, we are at Enterprise Connect with Richard Westland, the uh, Associate Editor at IUG. How are you? Hi there, Matt. I'm having a great time at the conference. It's always a... Uh, Always nice to be here and learning things with other uh, end users. What's, what's been the highlight so far? It's only been one day and you know a couple hours today. So what's been your favorite part so far? Well, there's no question that artificial intelligence is really one of the drivers to d today. They're talking about using it in uh, collaboration tools in the contact center, uh, every, everywhere you can think of, but it's not quite ready for prime time. Yeah, that seems to be the the common the common thing that I hear. Like either there's some sort of fear or un people uncomfortable, like not being so ready just yet. So I could feel the wrestling out there. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Matt. It, and again, it's sometimes hard to uh, separate the hype from the reality. Mm -hmm. And and that's been the case with new technology advancements uh, for the past 25, 30 years, you know, probably since forever. Because, well, everybody wants to be on the leading edge uh, and have cool new features. They're not always cost effective. you not always showing the business value to mm -hmm. it. Uh, and of course, change is difficult. Whatever the change is, uh, it, it takes time. You have to educate people. Uh, and it's not all, you, you, there are surprises along the way. Right. Um, so, so what, what I was thinking about you and uh, what you do for the IUG community, and I, I kind of given you a title, and you don't know about this yet. So you are the godfather of IUG content. <laughs> when I hear you, when I when I say that, how does that make you feel? Like, do you think that, like, well, that's true, or? What? Well, I just just hope I don't find a horse's head in my bed one night <laughs> uh, from the movie The Godfather. Right, but, right. Uh, I don't know that that I'm the Godfather. I, I sort of feel like the historian, though, having okay. having worked with the user group on the. Uh, uh, on the Nortel side, going back all the way to 1992, which is uh, 27 years now, mm -hmm. uh, it was interesting. The uh, I got involved uh, as a writer, editor, photographer, and publication designer uh, because the, there was one of the Nortel user group conferences was held on Miami Beach. Mm -hmm. I live in Miami, been there for 40 years, so that's... Uh, one of the board members contacted me to help put together the show daily for it. Mm -hmm. 
they ultimately decided to go with a different agency for that with five people on board and they were a little frustrated because they did man on the street interviews and they interviewed three homeless people who <laughs> literal wandered, man on the street <laughs> yeah who'd wandered into the convention center and had no <laughs> uh, you know no connection at all with the conference <clears throat> Anyway, so the next year I went up to Toronto. Mm -hmm. I started working on the publications, the putting out a show daily for each annual conference and a bi-monthly newspaper um, for the Nortel user group, which evolved from ISLUA to uh, INMUG to INUA. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. Uh, and, uh, all, all prior to the combination with uh, the, the, mer the merger with the Avaya user group um, in 2010. Anyway, so back in the day, it was uh, always a challenge working with the printer, working with the one-hour photo developer, uh, writing the stories, taking the photos, and uh, producing the publication. But it was always nice to have the finished product at hand, mm -hmm. something I would stand in line and hand out to people going into the, the uh, morning keynote sessions. And uh, while the technology has changed a lot since then, the, uh, you know, the, the value, the, some of the underlying themes are still there. Right. So for, so for me, who kind of grew up in the, the, the shift of the physical to electronic, uh, digital, so you would get all the inter interviews and the goings on of that day, you would take photos, then go to the one hour developer, and then you would print the daily to, to give out the next day. Yes, so it was very long hours. I, I was, was, was going to say, how long did that take you? Well, I was day? up at 5.30 in the morning to make sure the printer delivered the uh, newspapers, the uh -huh. dailies, to the right spot and could right. be walked through the convention center to the attendees, which are not always the same thing because they would come into the loading dock in the back. Mm -hmm. Then I'd cover the sessions, write them quickly, take photos, um, and... Um, then you know, just lay out the paper, right? Uh, and work with the printer, do the press checks at night. So I didn't get much sleep. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for for doing that. Uh, you know. So my my question is: So what came first? Was it for for you as far as a passion is concerned? Was it the writing or the telecom? Oh, definitely the writing. Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoy writing about a lot of topics. I, I really like. Uh, first telecom and technology because mm -hmm. it's always interesting it's always new stuff but I write about education I write about um, finance uh, health care lots of different topics too I, I like the diversity of uh, of my of my work yeah and so um, did you did you start out with writing with normal daily newspapers or what what's your background in, in writing Sure. I, I started in newspapers when I was in high school, and uh, it continued in college, and I got my first newspaper job uh, more than 40, uh, 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I had about 15 years in newspapers before I became a freelancer. Mm -hmm. That was in 1986. I bought myself my first Mac. Uh, I got PageMaker nice. to do the page layouts, and I, I was off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I, I had my first pace, uh, my, my first taste of Page Baker in junior high when I was on the journalism team. So I, I'm very familiar <laughs> with Page yeah, Baker. I might have. Uh, well, I would say if you were in Miami, I might have taught you because I taught classes in that. That's amazing. For a while. And, and so when um, when did uh, writing and, t t and telecommunication begin to converge for you? Because you say you're very interested in, in technology and, and whatnot. But let's let's talk about um, IEG specifically. What began the, that relationship? Uh, again, it was people. Yeah. Uh, it's not what you know; it's who you know. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I was in a nice position to know some some of the board members, and uh, they asked me to come aboard because they felt they could use my particular skill set mm -hmm. rather than hire three people to do the publication, they could hire one. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> it pays to be a I, jack of all trades sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Simplified, cost effective, you you name it. Mm -hmm. um, and through the years, I mean I've I've really valued the friendships that I've made, not just with the board members, but with a lot of the users that come back year after year because they, there's just so much to so much value in coming to the conferences in particular. Mm -hmm. I don't get to go to a lot of chapter local chapter meetings. Right. Uh, but for the conferences, I mean, it, it's just an invaluable session for that peer-to-peer -peer networking, uh, talking to your, your colleagues, uh, avoiding the gotcha moments, those mm -hmm. kinds of things. Yeah, and so where, where do you see the difference from um, doing kind of the old-school journalism to um, writing now and I'm sure you, you talk about gotcha moments right I'm sure there's a lot less of those you're trying to get certain information from oh someone. yes yes I, I could I sleep much better at night yeah <laughs> knowing that I don't have to deal with a, a printer and all the things that can go wrong in the physical world from a, a truck breaking down or a road uh, an accident on the expressway d delivering the papers to mm. everything else but in terms of the actual writing it's basically the same in terms of the photography. It's pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the format, the layout has changed a bit because yeah. now we do um, publications online. But you know, that that's quite all right too. Some yeah. of the same principles apply. You want to capture the reader's interest. You want to give them relevant content, and uh, that 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 doesn't change. Yeah, the credo of as as many things change, a lot of it stays the same especially with journalism, but also especially with telecom. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, with, with your experience, what, what, is, what has stayed the same from 20 years ago to, to now that you Sure. Um, well, obviously, the technology itself has is, is, is changed dramatically. Uh, one thing, you know, technology used to be uh, seen as a utility. It was not very important. It was like basic service, like uh, the phone service, basically. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, uh, you know, one of the panelists today said, uh, you know, technology used to be behind the scenes. Now it's front and center for everyone. Mm -hmm. So, the, again, I'm, not, I'm before I answer your question about yeah. what hasn't changed, <laughs> uh, what has changed is that the field has become strategically much more important so that you have to have... Uh, a more diverse, perhaps a higher skill level to be effective. You, you may know your technology, you know, now in and out, but you also have to be able to communicate the business value to mm -hmm. your uh, to your bosses, to your uh, senior management. 
Uh, they don't care whether something goes to the cloud or not. They want to know what it means to their sales bottom line. And that, that's been really one of the most uh, consistent themes throughout, regardless of the, the technology. Um, there, there's, it's the business value. What does it bring to the business? Uh, mm. More productivity, more sales opportunities, better customer experience, lower costs. The business drivers are, are there, have been there forever, mm -hmm. and they will probably always be there for right. that. Uh, uh, yeah, another concern that hasn't changed is security. Uh, back in the 90s, people were very concerned about toll fraud, uh, breaking in, you know, getting, uh, being able to break into your, cent your, your PBX and make long free long distance calls all over the world. Now, you know, security, of course, is front and center for everybody because there's so many threats out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that makes some of the, the new of uh, newer Avaya technology so interesting for the mobility experience and identity as a service and trying to keep things safer, even though maybe in first first look, it's like, oh, how, how does that look? But uh, but when you get down to it, the, the technology is really quite awesome to see how Sa how much safer everyone is. Right, and uh, another another theme that doesn't seem to change is the um, the difference between uh, kind of like one system for simplicity versus multiple systems for different business cases, different mm. customers, different business uses. That dual dynamic has been present again right from as long as I've been involved with the with the user group. Um, and again, there there are times when you want to have everybody say using the same team application or mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know what uh, whatever um, and there are times <laughs> when you want everything to be different because it just doesn't fit for people and, yeah. and we're talking large-scale enterprises with different cultures different people around the world and and uh, again all those things have to be taken into account mm -hmm. so let's let's go back to the writing so you said yourself that the writing came first for you, and that you know the technology and, the, and everything else kind of came later. But with IUG, we have a, a lot of people who, you know, went to school for telecom. They're all in on technology, and then they're seeing the the value of being in this uh, user user group, and they're like, well, maybe I should create content. But maybe they don't know where to start, or they're feeling quite uh, maybe inadequate is the key, or they're just uncomfortable. But they want to. So with someone, someone with experience of getting into the technology aspect of it, what would you say to them, someone who's wanting to get into the media aspect of it? Um, that's a great question, Matt. Because every, if you can create content, you you so many good things happen to you professionally mm -hmm. and in your organization as well. Um, basically, I would say start off by thinking about your audience. Uh, first of all, are you trying to re communicate with your senior management, with uh, peers in other departments, uh, with customers? Uh, then also think about the message that you want to send them. Mm -hmm. Again, not just the technology, but the business value to it. And then third, just start writing. It doesn't yeah. have to be perfect the first time. Just start. Okay. A, B, C. No, mm -hmm. let's make it C, B, A. But once you start writing, it'll start flowing. Right, and and I think another thing I would say too is that I don't I don't think people realize the value that they're able to give 
they might they might not think like oh I don't have much to say, but in fact like they have so much expertise that may, maybe they're short changing themselves. Uh, absolutely, they're the the. Uh uh, IUG members have tons of experience uh, mm -hmm. as a general rule. Um, there are always things that you know that other people don't, lessons that you've learned that would be of value to other people. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, again, sharing, sharing that kind of peer-to-peer -peer sharing is what IUG is all about. Mm -hmm. And so uh, earlier this year, we've launched the IUG Insider blog where we are giving content every single week. We haven't stopped. We, there's, <laughs> there hasn't been a blip in the schedule just yet. And so, um, you, so you write a lot of a lot of those blogs, right? I am, I am here in a, a supportive capacity. Yes. Man. Yes. Uh, I will be writing blogs about many of the sessions that I've covered here at Enterprise Connect for IAUG, mm -hmm. but I'm also available to help ghostwrite articles for some of our members if they have interesting things to talk about. And I enjoy that too, because each member has a different experience, has a different voice. Uh, it's, it's all good stuff. Yeah, so if you're a member out there and you're not quite sure where to start as far as writing content, uh, just start, just, just like Richard said, and, and I'll say it too, just start. Or if you want to share information and, and you need help, just contact us and we'll, we'll be able to help you that way. So we're here to encourage you and to, and to help you and we'll get you, get you started. And another thing as well is if you feel a lot more comfortable speaking, you know, speak in your iPhone and send us a file. We'll 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 make it into an article into into the blog. So yes, there's something about talking to, to people either on on the phone, on a video call, or even into your own microphone. Um, it's a lot less challenging for many people than putting than than writing on the computer or taking pen to paper. And absolutely, yeah. we'll we'll work with that. <laughs> I, I I love interviewing people. Been doing this for a long time. Yeah, and so um, so IUG, and you've had a lot of experience with you know other user groups, and um, so as it stands right now with IUG, what's what's been what's the main value of it for you? Like what what do you, what do you see what do you see the the positives of IUG right now, and especially with how how much it's changed as well. Um, things are always evolving. So as of right now, as it stands with IUG, like what what makes you excited? Well, it's always exciting to see where the technology is going next. Mm -hmm. You know, it might uh, be going in uh, odd directions. It might be taking different turns. We, it's just hard to tell. And anyone who can tell you that they see the future, you know, is is undoubtedly wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but that that's exciting for me. Um, it's exciting for me to see, again, people I've known for a long time move up in the ranks, take on more roles. I was really pleased, for instance, that uh, IUG is now offering the soft skills, you know, leadership type of course, right, yeah. because uh, that's something I actually had talked about with the user group folks uh, maybe many years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's nice to see that happening because that's super important today for, for every technology professional. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's not like we're, we're 
speaking about just one set of technology that only a certain segment of the user group would find applicable. Like everyone, like you said, everyone can benefit from this. Right. And we it's are been all, really we... popular too. It's like the webinars that we've had, like it's amazing how many people are showing up to those. So yeah, uh, as someone, not me, once said, we are all in sales. <laughs> we, we all have uh, ideas, concepts that we need to sell to somebody or other. Uh, right. Even ourselves, when we go and look for a new job, we have to mm -hmm. sell ourselves. So um, the soft skills, being able to listen, being able to give a good presentation, a 20-second elevator speech, hey, uh, all good stuff. Right. And um, so what... What keeps you coming back? What keeps you, what, what helps you get up every day to keep writing? What keeps you interested? Well, Matt, it's the, it's the people. Yeah, right. I, as I say, I enjoy learning. I like learning about a lot of different topics, but to me, it, it's the people. That's why I got into journalism way back when. Uh, I enjoy talking to people, interviewing them, finding, hearing their stories. And uh, um, again, that's what keeps, keeps me coming back. Like, you don't have to be doing this, right? You just want to be, right? A exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, and so we appreciate a lot that you're still, I appreciate a lot that you're still still riding with us. And, uh, you know, and we just first met face-to-face -face at Via Engage. Well, we were talking on the phone a few months prior to that. You've got a lot more articles ready to go. Absolutely, and, uh, and I'm, uh, I'll am i be looking forward to seeing you next year in, uh, in Phoenix as hope, well. That's right. I, I, hope, I hope it doesn't take that long but uh I, I've, I've just learned of some uh the first planning uh and we've, we've got some special stuff coming up in, in phoenix so uh if if you missed out on engage this past year make sure you're there for for phoenix this year uh it's gonna be a lot of fun as it is every year so uh, and, and having been to uh, basically 25, 26 conferences over the past year, I can tell you, uh, you do not want to miss Avaya Engage next year. It's a blast. So anyway, you've got a, a lot of other places to be here instead of talking here with me. I'll let you do your job now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Matt. I don't often get to be on this side of the microphone, and it, it's a nice opportunity to uh, reflect and think about things. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate, appreciate you making the time. So, uh, yeah, th thank you for everything, and I hope you have a good rest of the day. Thanks so much to Richard Wrestling. If you have any questions or feedback, reach me at Twitter at IUG Matthew or at IUG. See you next week.